For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another edition of The New Noise. I'm Shane Told. And don't worry, he's coming in. He's coming in in just a second. Uh, I'm not sure where he went. Is he around? No, he's giving me the thumbs up. He's ready to go. You know him. You love him. Here he is. The real star of the show. The real MVP. Livonia, Michigan's finest. Mr. Michael Howell. Hey, buddy. Hey, last time I checked, you are not my grandma. Oh, oh, I can't call you Michael? No, only she can call me Michael. Oh, okay. Well, Mike? Yeah, there we go. What about people whose name is Mike, but they like to be called Mick? Isn't that That's a, a weird one? It's a me. weird one because Mick is, is short for Mickey, right? Is Mickey yeah. not... What's Is Mickey short for something? I actually don't know don't that. Know. Like Michelangelo or Michelangelo? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like Mickey oh. Mantle is Mickey Mantle's. What's his first name? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it is I Mike. Don't. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. It's weird. Well, anyway, uh, welcome back to the new noise with Shane Told and Mike Mike Howell. Almost did it again. Hey uh, We are talking new music and of last week of this week. 
Uh, but first, do we have any news? Because that's been a new like thing we've been trying to do is talk about yeah. any recent musical current events that have been taking place. I don't know. I don't want to bring like too much attention to it because I don't want to give these guys free publicity. Oh, but if you see NFTs for bands that they are not promoting, don't buy them. That is dumb. Uh, yeah, there are a bunch of people out there right now trying to scam bands from huge bands like uh, BTS and Under Oath and Black Sabbath, all the way down to local bands like our good friends Guardrail and Driveways. And don't buy NFTs of music. That's just a horrible idea. Yeah, it kind of happened last night. Um, mm-hmm. I got some word that there were some, you know, Silverstein NFTs being sold without our uh, permission and then realized that it was pretty much anything on Spotify yeah. was there. You know, like we're talking like tiny, tiny local bands. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's super strange. I don't know what is really going on, but they I will get s- down. It's okay. We're working on it. I don't know what that means, but like whenever you're trying to profit off of somebody and you're not like communicating with them whatsoever, I don't know what there is to work on. You're just being an asshole, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am not on board with this. Um, and, and here's the thing. I am not in any way, shape or form against, uh, the NFT community, the market for Mm -hmm. it. I think, I think there's some really, really cool stuff going on in that world. But when this kind of shit happens, it kind of, it's kind of setting us back a little bit with, you know, uh, basically this is not well thought out. This is like, I don't even know what it is. This is just like, is this the song that you're getting or the artwork or like, it's very unclear of what this even is. And then, and that's the problem, right? Because there's already so much, you know, uh, misconceptions and confusion around what NFTs are. And mm-hmm. then this happens and it's a scam. And it's just, it's, I think it's really setting the music industry back on this front, which is, which really troubles me. Yeah. And then like, you look at the website that they had going on for a little bit and it's like purchasing the NFT of such and such song will get you exclusive things with the band. And like the band doesn't know this is going on. You're offering like, false promises to your customers as well all around is just a weird kind of situation yes um the dudes behind it have kind of been outed already i'm not going to go into that much detail uh but they've had some experience in the music industry um these aren't strangers to the scene uh they've been working with labels and stuff like that before so who knows what exactly is going on here uh, but it's not good. Don't buy into anything that bands aren't officially posting about. I know some bands have done some NFT stuff, like Avenged Sevenfold and things. Uh, Ozzy had a couple, I think. Yeah. Uh, that stuff's cool. Make sure you do that. That's not a space I'm looking to get into. Probably won't. Just not my thing. Uh, spend too much money on records already. But, <laughs> like, if that's cool for you, do it officially. Do it through the right channels. If And use your gut check, too, right? Like, yeah. If you're looking at something and something just feels sketchy, like go to the band's socials. If there's nothing about it, then it's probably sketchy and not something you should be doing. Totally. And just so people know, I'm going to tell you what it's called. The name of this organization is called Hit Peace. So avoid yeah. that like the plague, uh, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> avoid it like the plague. Um, other NFTs, you know, whether they're sold on OpenSea or whether it's, you know, through a band's uh, promotion are, I'd say, 
for the most part, overwhelmingly legit. And I think it's cool, a cool space. And I do think there's a lot of future there. So for sure, let's not take away from that um, side of it, but it is definitely a, a huge, huge bummer. Yeah. Uh, any other news that you had? Um, well, uh, day three of when we were young festival has sold out. Yep. I think that might be the end of the dates. Uh, no official word yet. If it's only mm-hmm. going to be three, However, that's, uh, you know, going to be an absolute monster over two weekends now in Las Vegas yep. in October. Uh, the Emo Cruise, which we touched on we too, about that last week. also sold out. So there really is some kind of an emo renaissance going on here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's real. I mean, Warp Tour has been missed. We, yeah. we were contained and like you always knew the Warp Tour was coming. So like I know a bunch of people didn't go to Warp Tour every year. Like every couple of years, you got to get your Warp Tour out. It hasn't been here for two or three years now. Yeah. Everybody's itching. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, there will be lots of news on my end coming soon, yeah. uh, which I will be more than happy to let you guys we got know some about. News on your end this week. We got the Silverstein live album vinyl pressing. That's true. Yeah. And thank you to everybody who picked that up. It went extremely fast. Yep. We, uh, we just pressed, I think we pressed 500. Uh, you know, we had to keep a few for ourselves. So we only sold like 450 mm-hmm. or something like that. 473. And it was really, really cool. Like we, um, Paul did the, the design layout himself mm-hmm. and we did it all on, uh, you know, 180 gram vinyl and uh tip on jacket and all like gold foil hand, you know, stamped, um, numbered stuff. really yeah really cool stuff and uh we're we are going to do a repress of it mm-hmm. um just, just not probably won't be available for a while that's why right? we're not gonna yeah because we, we thought about it we're like well you know the old business model will be to well strike while the iron's hot all the people that didn't get it like put it up again but everyone knows right now it could be six months to a year before mm-hmm. we get these records and we don't want to keep people's cash that long so we're going to press some more records. So if you didn't get one, uh, look out for, you know, six, six to 12 months and we'll yep. have it back up, um, you know, on a different color and, and maybe a little All different, but stuff. it'll be, it'll be cool. Cause it, it, it came out awesome. This is a fun mm-hmm. live record of, uh, us playing discovering the waterfront in New Jersey, uh, at Starland ballroom, a uh, absolute legendary venue. So pretty cool. And I think I saw you guys aren't going to put this on streaming services for a while either. <sighs> well, we weren't sure, um, mm-hmm. about that. And, you know, um, we're an active band that, uh, puts out music and yeah. maybe some new music, you know, maybe that's what <laughs> active bands do. So, uh, you know, we are probably going to keep this to maybe something like Bandcamp, um, you know, yep. but we do want people to be, be listening to this on vinyl as well. We want to keep it a little bit special. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be available digitally. Um, and maybe down the road, it'll be something that we put on streaming services forever, but yeah. right at the moment, I think this is kind of just a little special release and, and something that we want to keep pretty exclusive. That's what happened with my favorite live album, right? Uh, bring me the horizon live at the Royal Albert full orchestra, everything like that. I think there's like 2000 copies on vinyl and like a thousand CDs or something. Yeah. Uh, they sold for cancer benefit and then they're like, Hey, that was it. I hope you got it. And just finally, maybe like uh, mid last year, it went up on streaming services after yep. like six or seven years. Yeah. So I think stuff like that's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. 
It's uh, a you know, NFT. It's a marathon, not a sprint, right? There's lots yeah. of time and there's lots of other oh, music yeah. to listen to. It doesn't have to be, you know, a live Silverstein record right now. You could you could maybe listen listen to the new record from the Dolly Thundering concept. Ah, you, yes, Mike. We're we're like Stockton and Malone. We're like Jordan and Pippen. We're, oh man, Marner and Matthews. Um, uh, Lidstrom to uh, uh, Iserman. I don't know. I'm just gonna go Bonnie on and, and on. Clyde. There we go. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Brady to Gronk. Okay. That's what we're like. Rocket Raccoon to Gru. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. We know what's up. And this record, okay, first of all, I did my homework. I I watched these music videos. Holy Mm -hmm. fucking shit. How? How? They're pretty great, right? They're so elaborate and intense. And and after I watched some of the new ones, I went back and watched some of the old ones too. And they're all just so well done. I don't know how a band... The relatively small band has the the money. I guess someone in the band must just be really talented at this because it's absolutely uh, impressive. You look at a lot of the shots too. Very minimal actors, very minimal costumes, very minimal sets. Like they all kind of take place within like one or two rooms at max. And you've got the animated ones and stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's very low budget, but very high quality just because the concept and the thoughts are really there. Do you like this album though? So, Is so I, I love insane. the album. One thing more thing about the video. I think mm-hmm. it was the one for, uh, the song with Rio. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The sea the starts, sea starts here. here. Uh, yeah. You know, there's that, just that one part in the video, like the video the is really part. dark and kind of like, uh, you know, a bit horror movie scary. Oh yeah. And then there's that one scene where like they just start dancing. It's, it's great so though. Good. Oh, I just like, love that. Is wild. It reminds me almost of like the great music videos, right? Like you think Dance Gavin Dance, you think Don Broco, yeah. you think like some Bring Me the Horizon music videos, stuff like that. Just super high production, but it's from a band that has less than 30,000 monthly listeners. Yeah. It's crazy. It, it is crazy. But you know, the band is such a strange, um, it, musically it's so strange. I'm kind of glad mm-hmm. I watched these videos. I, I sort of got like an image in my mind, a vibe in yeah. my mind. And then when I listened to this record, I kind of just, it put me in a certain mode that I needed. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed this record. Like, I think it's, uh, I think, well, it's one of the best records of the year so far, which isn't saying I too mean, much, yeah. but the, probably if we made a list, this could be number one right now. Yeah, This record is I, extremely interesting and very, I, very diverse. I think this record has set the bar for everything else coming out this year. Um, so I guess everybody putting out music this year, there you go. Yeah. That's what you got to keep up with. Um, along with like that under oath record. Um, yeah. There's right. Both of those right there is kind of where you're aiming. Yeah. Um, it just, I love this record though. Just, it's phenomenal. It's, it's just incredible. And like, really, I think that that's just the future of music is just, people spanning multiple genres, Mm -hmm. um, things being harder and harder to classify because a lot more stuff is, I think people, I feel like people are just more open-minded about it. Yeah. And I have not, you know, we don't know the list of this week yet. We don't need to talk Mm -hmm. about that yet, but I have a feeling that there could be some bands on here that are also uh, in that category. So it's a very interesting time to be alive. 2022 new music, Shit's getting crazy. 
like I know that jazz metal has been a thing too for like a while. Like people have been taking like elements of jazz, like be it an instrument or be it some like time signatures and stuff. There are some portions on this record where they just throw the book of metal at the wall and just straight up write distorted jazz guitar and call it a breakdown. And it works so well. It's weird. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, music, music is music and and there's not that many genres that really don't work together it's just people's Mm -hmm. you know idea of it when people say oh you can't do that like you can't you can't mix i don't know country and rap and then look there's old town road and it's the biggest song of like the last decade Mm -hmm. right anything's possible in music and um especially if you have an open mind so that's what's happening more and more um one complaint about the album though one okay. complaint. I'm ready for it. It's too short. It is kind of short. 10 tracks, thirty about 35 minutes. And a couple of the songs are like only a minute. Interludes. Yeah, they're like interludes. Yeah. So it is. it almost feels a little bit like a long EP mm-hmm. um, than an album. Especially I totally, for like a progressive metal band. Yeah. It's but I, weird. Totally. But I will say this. After my number one album of last year being Between the Bear to Me mm-hmm. and that being just a crazy like almost hour, hour and 20 minutes yeah, hour and 20 minute ride. I kind of like this. This is, this, yeah. this packs a punch. Um, I'll just listen to this twice, you know, and mm-hmm. not feel bad about it. So, yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and going kind of the other way, uh, the other album I really wanted to talk about from last week, uh, we got a 30 minute prog album and a 60 minute post hardcore album. Did you get a chance to listen to the new Valiant Hearts record? Uh, I did. And this is, yeah, you know, this might be, too long this record yeah uh, honestly you know um 13, but i don't know what to trim either 13, because all of these songs are great it is a good record not only though yeah like 13 songs is a lot for any record i think but then when you're talking mm-hmm. about songs that are like probably averaging four and a half five minutes yeah uh yeah it's it's a lot to take in but this band rules i mean there's, there's oh, yeah. you cannot deny the talent super talented um super fun courses like everything about that Valiant Hearts record, like it felt like an hour for sure, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel like I was slogging through the hour, but it also didn't make it go super fast. Right. Um, a lot of this does sound very, very similar um, between all of the songs, but all of them are super well written. They're all catchy. Like it's good music. It, it is good music. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, this band is continuing to pick up the pace. I think, mm-hmm. I think the popularity is going to grow here. Yeah, and it's you know it's a, it's a very interesting project being that it's from Australia and Russia. We've yeah. talked about and, a lot. It's and very a smaller different. segment of another band too being Galleons. Like yep, crazy organization going on. It over is. There. It is. But this band does not sound. I know it's not a sad project. Technically, it was the <laughs> it was first or whatever. But it feels so damn like thought out and tuned in. It does not feel at all yep. like this is something two guys kind of put together this this feels like a real big production band yep i agree yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else i have do you have anything else from last week no those pretty much the two that i i spent the most time with so i'm i'm good with i'm good with that yeah i mean i spent a little bit of time listening to a couple of other records um i listened to the um last 10 seconds of life record that was exactly what i kind of expected from them um, Nebula Orianus put out a really cool space black metal 
instrumental project, which is always awesome. Um, that Celeste record was really good. Oh yeah. I yeah. think I got kind of distracted by Valiant Hearts and Dolly a little yeah. bit and I need a little more time to digest that record, but it was really, really good. Yeah, I agree. This, I do like that, the band Celeste. I, I had not checked it out yet, but that I was really mm-hmm. impressed by the singles. So that'll be on my, uh, that'll be on my list of the holdovers. Cause there's always a holdover or two. Yeah. For me at I least. Usually are. For me at least. Yeah. You ready to get into this week? We are going to jump on in to this week and we have a top how many seven top seven okay before we get to that um we've got to talk about something um this is a single that i think may be more important than all of the seven records all right um let's kick off a reimagined song from lowe's oh featuring sleep token oh boy interesting I'm really excited for this. Uh, it comes out tomorrow on Thursday. Um, I would be remiss. I couldn't put this with just like the rest of the honorable mentions, right? Uh, they're doing a reimagined version of Is It Really You? Uh, I think vocal reimagining more so than um, mix and instrumentation. So I'm actually really interested to see how this turns out. I know it's out in Australia, so some people watching the Twitch have probably heard it already. Uh, but yeah, I'm beyond excited for this. Well, yeah, you know, I wonder if this is are they trying to put together like put to bed the rumors that Sleep Token and Loathe are the same know. band? <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't know if that might helped. Be. This might not help um no. that rumor. Uh this might make this rumor grow cuz I still don't know who Sleep Token is or Vessel mm-hmm. or anything else, but there's been I've been I've read a lot of chatter. I know you don't want to know, Mike. Yeah, but I don't um know. But yeah, I'm very, very, very curious to see what this sounds like. Yeah, I am too. I think it's going to be really interesting. And I'm just always excited to get more sleep token anything. So I know you are. Mike's number one of last year, in case you missed it. And if you did miss it and you're looking for other stuff to listen to when you get through these ones, go back, check out our our, uh, our episodes from the end of the year mm-hmm. where we count down our top albums and EPs because there's lots of good music from 2021. Oh yeah. You ready to get into this list now? I am ready. Let's go. We got a top seven. Uh, Let's kick it off, Mike, with number seven. So number seven, uh, kind of one of the biggest bands coming out of um, alternative music of all time, kind of the biggest new metal band to ever exist. Uh, We're getting a new record from Korn, and all these singles sound like Korn. I got to say, I'm thoroughly impressed with the singles. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a huge Korn guy. Uh, minus the first record, I really yeah. liked the first record. When it came out, it was a game changer. Literally, it went like overnight. Every local band was a corn corn ripoff. Everybody mm-hmm. was buying seven strings, tuning down. People doing weird things with their voices. A lot of it very bad. Yeah, but mad respect for corn. I always feel like they sort of lost their way over the years. A this though, this feels like a, a resurgence and it's, mm-hmm. it feels like the nineties, nineties uh, corn, some of the melodies, some of the, uh, the production. And I, I'm mm-hmm. really here. I'm here for this. If you, if yeah. you are a corn guy at all, any eras, I think you're really going to enjoy this record. I agree. I think it's a real return to form and I'm really happy to see a lot of bands doing this too. Like we got Limp Bizkit coming back, returning to form. Uh, from that Slipknot single that I've heard, they're kind of returning to form a little bit too for me. 
Um, hoping a lot more bands follow through because I think that there's been a lot of bands from that late 90s, early 2000s era of kind of like metal popularity that have been kind of phoning it in the last five to 10 years. And yeah, they're kind of getting a wake up call lately with bands kind of headlining the same venues as them and festivals and such like that. And I think they're starting to turn out good material again. So really yeah. excited for this. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, um, I love Korn, Korn's first record and mm-hmm. then I kind of just fell off on them, but I got a chance to see them uh, right before the Always pandemic. Great live. They're great live. Like Jonathan mm-hmm. Davis, he, he killed it, man. It was such a great show. So much fun. So yeah, oh, I, yeah. I highly recommend seeing the band live and, and these songs I think are going to jam live too. So, Oh yeah. And like, there's going to be songs that you hear live that you're like, don't even realize that you knew too. Oh yeah. Like, there were, I was there, I think, 2013 or 2014 mayhem. I forget which one corn headlined. Maybe it's something else or like, maybe it was the return of the dread tour with like zombie and corn. Oh yeah. And that's I, the one like, I saw. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a little bit later on now that I'm thinking about it. And I realized I'd seen corn like seven or eight times at that point. And like, I just knew so many of the songs because I'd seen them live. Yeah. And like, they've got some bangers in there. Uh, back catalog. They've been around for a long time. Dude, so. yeah. No, and it was, it was sorry, I, I misspoke. It was Alice in Chains, actually, that I saw them, them oh, with gotcha. um, up at, uh, what What do you, what's the cool name for the Michigan Amphitheater? Pine Knob. Pine Knob, right, right. Yeah. Uh, that's that's where I saw them. And like, yeah, when Corn when Corn plays blind, like it's fucking oh, yeah. over. Like the whole place just erupts. It melts. Oh it's man. Naughty. Oh man. All right. Well, that's number seven, Corn, and this must be a big week if Corn is number seven. Oh, um, yeah. I'm ready. Let's go for number six. So number six, we're going over to Brighton, England. We've got the new album "I Went to Hell and Back" by As It Is. Now I know we've talked a little bit about the show, uh, the singles being kind of hit or miss. Um, Chain liking some, me liking others. Uh, now that we've kind of seen these five or six singles all together, what are we thinking? Well, um, this this seems like a different, real different take on the band than we've heard before, mm-hmm. and which we always get. Yeah, every every record is a little bit different, and and, and I I don't mind it um, mm-hmm. personally. Being a forty, almost forty-one-year-old man, yeah, I don't know how much this is resonating with me. Even though maybe <laughs> it should, with the songs like "I Miss Two Thousand and Three and stuff, yeah. Um, to me, I'm finding that some of this, some of these songs are a little bit like bubblegummy, gimmicky in <laughs> a way. Um, yep. That being said, I don't think any of it's bad, and I think exactly. that that I think that their fan base could really latch onto this and they're going to mm-hmm. continue with that younger uh, fan base. I think, I think with this record. Yeah, I agree. Um, th- there's really, I don't think a single song that I love or hate entirely. Right. Yeah. Uh, some of them I'm like, they're all catchy, which is great. They all have fun instrumentation, but like some of the lyricism and things that like go on within the songs, I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's for me. I Miss 2003 really kind of resonates with me sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. I think it's kind of capitalizing a bit too heavily on nostalgia throughout the entire album. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's going to be a fun release. And I think the the singles that they kind of put out are definitely like the flashier songs, right? Probably. Like the sing-along ones, the nostalgia-based ones that are like going to get people interested in the album. And I think that when we get to 
kind of the meat of the record. And I felt this exact same way about the Great Depression. Uh, I'm going to like those B-sides probably quite a bit more. Yeah, you know, that's interesting that you say that. I hadn't, I hadn't, you, you kind of articulated that perfectly mm-hmm. because this record is conceptually like really leaning on this nostalgia thing, mm-hmm. but, but it doesn't sound like it. Like using yeah. these, this kind of like rap cadence in the vocal and, and 808s and programming and all that isn't mm-hmm. really something anybody was doing in 2003. Yeah. The last record was also kind of nostalgic, but, sounded a little bit more like music from mm-hmm. 2003. So it is kind of an interesting um, uh, duality. I don't really know the, duality, the word yeah. for it uh, of that's going on with this, but um, regardless, like they know how to write a song, you know? Oh yeah. Like I hear I miss 2003 come on the radio. I'm singing along to that. Like it's catchy. You know, okay, here's my thing. Now, I, I, I get it. I, 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 I see what they did there. It's very similar mm-hmm. to what Gym Class Heroes did in, in their, I think it's called yeah. Taxi Driver from their first record. Mm-hmm. But I'm like- Way less call-outs why didn't they Driver, do? Though. Why didn't they just fill it all with call-outs? Like, why isn't the whole, every line a mm-hmm. call-out? If you're going to do it, why don't you just take yeah. it all the way? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because nobody wants to then, okay, so say they do it. And it's like, oh, you're just trying to be Gym Class Heroes. That's cool. Never listening to your band again. Right? Like, it's kind of hit or miss at how much yeah. you can do. So, okay. okay. All right. Know. I'll uh, I'll leave I'll leave it there. All right. Cool. That's number six. Uh, as it is, Patty and the Boys. Number five. We're going down to Denmark for the new album, The Hindsight Notes, by probably the coolest band name of the year so far, Cold Night for Alligators. Yes. This is a progressive metal band that I would say is heavily inspired by bands like Aviations and Coheed and Cambria. It's yeah. really fun prog. And I don't, it's just that prog that's not like, oh man, the world is like crazy and evolving in these ways. Like some prog can get, it's just kind of like fun. It's good times. It, it is. Now this, this is some kind of band name. First of all, let's just, I, I don't it. know. Like I, I saw the band name was like, I, I, I don't know if this is insulting, but I'm like, they got to be from Europe. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. The first thing I, first thing I thought of, and I was right. Um, but I, but I, here's the thing. The band, once again, similar to uh, the Dolly Thundering concept, <laughs> there's no rules with this music. No. This is, you could call this prog metal. Uh, I, I read someone- I think that's the best someone fitting was, term. Someone called it death metal, which I'm like, no. What, that's what? weird. Yeah, I was like, no. this is not death metal. Because you're right. There's there's influences from everything from, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a heavy a heavier band- uh, to like something like Dream Theater to Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. But there's also, like, you know, a lot of like uh, keyboards and, and synths mm-hmm. and dance beats. They're not afraid to kind of have that element in there, which a lot of prog metal bands, you know, they really are because this is not traditional mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Like I think it, the heaviest that this band gets, it's going to be like a progressive metalcore, like a North Lane or an Era or something like that, where. In the grand scheme of things, is it heavy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it really that heavy? No. Um, but yeah, it it can get heavy. It's but they're throwing the genre rulebook out. It's just fun, right? Yeah, I I totally agree. Hell yeah, I totally agree. And I and I do. I am really interested in what this record is going to be. 
Um, because from the singles, you don't really know. It, it could go a lot of directions. You don't, especially with records like this, right? Yeah, 100%. And, um, you know, there has, been, there has been five singles, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe that will give a pretty good indication, but maybe not, you know, you never know. Yeah, I mean, we got to, we'll figure it out, right? These pro- progressive metal albums, like, okay, if they took absolutely everything and like it was these first five singles are like the first five singles on the album cool i don't know they might be and like we know that chunk of the album but if they're intermixed and interlaced then like i have no idea (laughs) i have no idea either mike we'll figure it out and on that note let's move on to number four Cool. Number four, uh, another really interesting project that I have found recently. Uh, this is a one man project called lights in motion with his new album, the world. I remember, uh, this is from Gothenburg, Sweden, but sounds absolutely nothing like anything I've ever heard come out of Gothenburg, Sweden before. <laughs> yeah. It does not sound like at the gates or no. Uh, no, no, the Gothenburg sound is not on this, this uh, music at all. Yeah, I think the best description I found for this dude is cinematic rock. Um, yeah. The way that I kind of think about it and when I first heard him, um, if you like the intro to what's that Angels and Airwaves song, the really popular one. You know what I'm talking about? I, I, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm not good with the Is it The names. Escape? I'm, I'm, it's going to kill me. I'm going to look it up. Well, look it up. In the meantime, you know, first of all, we should- The we Adventure, should, that's what it is. Right, yes. In the, in the meantime, we should- say that this is an instrumental group so there's no singing on this this is really really ambient uh still guitar driven like really clean Mm -hmm. delayed guitar driven music but it feels like you're in a dream kind of it's very Mm -hmm. very spacey um but but calming like it's very like if you're looking for something relaxing to listen to study music this is yeah exactly this is a great place to start and i was really surprised the numbers how popular mm-hmm. this this artist is like we've yeah. got we've got several tracks like well over 10 million um streams on spotify it's super cool stuff and when i was kind of listening to it it reminds me and like i say cinematic rock it's very building based where it ebbs very slowly up and then kind of climaxes very quickly back into another ebb kind of like how films and stuff like that have that very like brief moment of conflict typically yeah um it almost reminds me of like video game music but not like boss music that everybody remembers or stuff it's like the iconic very background like you're walking from town a to town b in an open world game like kind of music yeah and it's just really, really fun and cool because I don't know. We've, we've never talked about something like this on the show and it's something I've found recently and I'm just really excited about. No, this, this is just amazing, amazing music. And some of the tones, like if you're, if you're a guitar mm-hmm. guy and you're like looking for inspiration for a guitar tone, there oh, is yeah. some incredible ones on here. It, it actually reminds me a little bit of the band Envy from Japan. Yeah. They do this really well where they have really great um, ambient mm-hmm. delayed guitar tones, except of course they also incorporate talking vocals and screaming vocals in Japanese. Yeah. But this is almost like if you stripped away the vocals completely from Envy, it's a little bit like this. There's definitely some mm-hmm. similarities. Yeah. 
Cool. Hell but yeah. it's a great pick and I'm really interested just to, I just kind of want to put this on yeah. and like chill and I don't know fucking, I don't really smoke weed, book. but this is like, if you, if you want to smoke weed and think this is some great music for that. Probably. <laughs> All right. Lights in motion at number four. I'll, I love this pick. Oh yeah. Uh, number three, we've got an EP and I'm really excited about this. Uh, awesome, awesome band. Knucklepuck with their new EP, Disposable Life. I've gotten two of the four songs off of this. Yeah. It sounds like classic Canuck Lapook. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say aside from that. These guys are great. Yeah, they're great. And, uh, you know, big, big fan of the band. Good friends of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe's my boy. You know, I think the last record, and I've mentioned this a couple times, it, it didn't hit me the same way as the first no. two. Yeah. And this EP, I feel like is going to re-solidify their place as one of the greatest, uh, mm-hmm. I guess we can call them pop punk bands in the scene. New age pop punk, right? Yeah. Like, right. It's, it's a little more aggressive and a little more substance to it than like your Cla- typical class of 2010s pop punk. Yeah. Like state champs, neck deep, like, you know, real friends, those guys. Exactly. And, you know, I love that one of the, I think the, I forget the title, the first single that came out from this, just like, it's just like fast, Levitate. like, like, yeah, like straight punk beat. And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, like, let's go, man. This is, this yep. is back. The band is back. Um, there's a little bit of aggression now, a little bit of mm-hmm. anger, a little bit of frustration. That's that was, what I was missing from the last record. Totally. Like, there was no song like double helix would make, no. which made me want to get into a push pit and double like, helix is my, probably my favorite, uh, knuckle puck oh yeah. song of all time. And you're right. And it was, it was funny because the record was called 2020. It was, mm-hmm. it came out in 2020, but it was nothing uh, like to do with 2020 at all because they'd written yeah. it before. So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, all the anger and frustration that we're all feeling it wasn't there. It wasn't there. And that's not their fault. They no. made, they made a perfectly great pop punk record, but mm-hmm. now you can hear that these songs were written, you know, at a time when, when there was a little more anger, a little more frustration. And, um, to and me, I'm sure they're frustrated with it too, right? Probably. Like, I mean, frustrating time for the band as well. I mean, oh yeah. obviously Knuckle Puck, they're already at a, at a very high level. Like they're playing big <laughs> rooms and they've got a great fan base, but still, you know, we talk about this every week, but it's still it, it, terrible timing for a band like them to oh, try yeah. to grow on their third record coming out the beginning of the pandemic and not being able to tour. That sucks. That sucks. It does. Are they on when we were young? They have to be. I don't know. They're kind of like the next generation after. So I could see them not being. Okay. Well, maybe at the maybe. altar is on when we were young. So yeah, but they're like new, new, you know, like that's the thing. I feel like there's, there's like, if you, if your band came out in like Oh five, you're on it. Or if your mm-hmm. band came out in like 2019, you're on it. There's okay, like well, no, Knocked Loose you know? is on there. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Knock, yeah. Knocked Loose is, is on there. On there. Uh, I prevails on it. Yeah. You're right. I don't right. see Knucklepuck. Oh, you're right. That's sad. Yeah. They would, they definitely would make sense on that festival oh, yeah. as one next of the, year. as one of the newer bands next year. Who knows what's going to happen with that festival? I am. When we were slightly less young. I mean, they can't, I mean, if they, they, there's no way they can get like all different bands because they got them all the first time. <laughs> I mean, so like you look at that list of the festival, right? And then you start thinking and like you give it some time to marinate. I think 100% they could make another festival with entirely different bands. No way. Like, 
Oh way of that era of that of that genre. Yeah, I think you can get Dude, pretty damn close. There's like five bands that I could that I could even think of that that were missing. Like, Prada, Under Oath, um, Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, Knuckle Puck, um, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan. Some is some forty one on this one. No. Some 41. Okay. Blink. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Fine. Yeah. Blink. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah. That's just 10 off the top of your head. That's pretty good, Mike. We came as Romans asking Alexandria. Someone says Mayday Parade. I guess they're not on. Yeah. Mayday Parade. I, I'm shocked that they're not on it. Yeah. Is all time low on it? I don't think they are. I don't think they are. Okay. Okay. You're <laughs> right. You're right. Emery. We can The do get it. up kids rise against. Yeah. Mayday is on it. Someone says Mayday is on okay. it. Okay. There you go. See? We'll figure it out. It's a fucking hell of a lineup. Anyway, we've talked so much about it. We're going to move on now to number two. Number two, we've got South Wales Finest with their new record, Erebus, Venom Prison, Death Metal slash Hardcore Fusion. This is fast, chaotic, aggressive, angsty ready to rip and tear the death metal scene apart and make it whatever the hell it wants to be. Yes. And female fronted. Yeah. Pretty cool. This record's going to be angry. I love it. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. It's angry. It's pissed off. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really like this though. It has a cool dimension to it that, you know, yeah. isn't always found three singles. I do like that. The, that one of the singles has, a, like a super melodic, like like a mm-hmm. clean singing part where she yep. sings too, which is, you know, you never find that in death metal really no. where you get just a moment where it's like, unless it's a feature or Calm. some some like, you know, weird, weird interlude. Stuff, yeah. This is like in the song, show, her showing off her pipes, not just screaming. Mm-hmm. This is a really interesting band um, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I think these guys are super talented. I've been huge fans of the band since I think they had their first album out originally. Uh, they were on tour. I think they were played with like in Fairy or a couple of other like uh, death metal bands. Maybe it was like Within Destruction or something like that. Yeah. They came over with them. I don't remember the tour exactly, but I was instantly blown away by the energy that they brought to the room. Uh, and they were able to convey that through the music and the albums itself, which is something that's also very hard to do. And I appreciate because... There's a lot of times these heavier releases kind of fall flat on me until I see them live. Yeah. Um, so when you can kind of capture that energy and really make me want to like get out of my seat when I'm working and listening to this, it's good stuff. Can't wait to listen to this record. Yeah, 100%. Now, this is a really interesting pick. Um, and, and I mean, Mike does a lot of uh, work and thought puts a lot of thought into this list and then and the I order. Do. So the fact that this is number two above corn as it is, knuckle puck, um, put some stock into that. Okay. Put some stock into that. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't like death metal all the time, like check it out. It's got hardcore influences as well and stuff like that too. There are some two steppy moments. It's it's gonna be it's gonna have something for you, right? Yep. One hundred percent. All right. Well, that I feel us, like you say 100% more than I do anymore. I took it from you. See? You did. I took it from you, now, and that's what I say now. Be Wait, like should that. I say 99%? No. I'm just not... It's, it's I'm okay, not, you can uh, have it. Okay. All right, well, that was our top six of seven. 
We're going to get to our number one album of the week. Very excited. After we take this little break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it's that time. It is. The moment you've all been waiting for. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, the number one album of the week, which is? The new record, Metanoia by Persephone. This is a cool progressive metal band coming out of Andorra, which is a country in Europe that has 180 miles square. Um, 77,000 people live there. And I just recently found this badass progressive metal band. Um, it's been a long time since I've kind of... like. Typically what I do is I make a playlist of all the singles for us, right? And I kind of preemptively like around the weekend, like Sunday time period, I put all the bands that I might talk about this week on there. And then like, I slowly take things off as I kind of listen to it and just like narrow down the list. Right. Right. Now, I had never mm-hmm. really listened to the band. They made my jaw drop when I was putting laundry away. And that like first breakdown came on. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is something else. Um, it's nutty. It's it's really nutty. It's really quite different and kind of blows everything out of the water in this genre. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest, and I don't usually admit to stuff like this. I didn't know where the fuck Andorra was. I never Happens. even heard of it. This is a, I, I travel all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to show a hands out there, okay? Who here didn't know what Andorra was or that it was a very small country in Europe. Like I've heard Until of two days ago when I was doing the show notes, <laughs> like I know, you know, Liechtenstein, um, mm-hmm. or, um, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, Luxembourg, mm-hmm. you know, I know about these, these little ones. Okay. I, I'm, I'm down with those. I don't know how I've never even heard of this, let alone know where it is or anything. And there's a band from there. That's pretty yeah. crazy. You checked out these singles though, right? I Absolutely did. Absolutely insane. They're mind blowing. Like, I don't understand. And like, I went back and listened to this entire band's back catalog once I heard these two singles, right? Yeah. The entire rest of it's great too. This is a band that's been consistently doing this since like the late or early 2010s. I think like 2013, 2010 was their first album. I don't really know right around there, but everything they've written is just absolutely insane. It's like a mix of Meshuga meets, I don't know, I'm not going to say Dream Theater necessarily because it's a bit faster like entirely than Dream Theater. There's never anything super slow like that. 
but like stylistically it's very very smartly written uh the music theory is just impeccable behind this and it really shows what they're kind of doing like you listen to it and just get the sense that when they were writing this entire record i'm assuming based off these two singles that they knew that they're better than you (laughs) i kind of know what you mean I, I kind of know what you mean. I mean, this band, they've been a band since 2001, Mike. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was way Two, earlier than I thought. 2001, I believe their first record came out in 04, uh, which was re-recorded in 2020, which is very interesting. Mm. I did but, listen to that. That's pretty good. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about one of the most interesting bands from one of the most interesting places. Mm-hmm. 77,000 people live in this country. I bet Livonia, Michigan has more people than that. I think we do. <laughs> Windsor, Ontario definitely does. Probably three times as many. So uh, 95,000 in Livonia. There you go. So this is pretty nuts uh, and pretty cool. So there you go. Yeah. Super awesome band. Uh, make sure you go check them out. I think that they're pretty small still too. Um, let's check it. That's 55,000. Yeah, 55,000. That's not bad, but... Uh, super cool kind of niche band that's, I don't know, I'd never heard of them um, until I saw a couple of uh, release lists and things like that circling around that had this on there. Uh, and it looked pretty favorable. I saw some album reviews that people were putting this at 98 out of 100, 100 out of 100, 95 out of 100. Wow. Uh, I love these things. I'm just stoked on this. This is going to be such a fun listen. I love when you discover a band and they're putting out an album kind of the next week. It always feels very fun, right? Yeah. Um, very personal because you normally connect that album then to the rest of your experiences with that band. Um, I'm just really excited for this. It's like you're in that honeymoon phase, you know? Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's, it is very exciting. Well, it is. I, I'll admit, I had not heard of the band either or where they're even from. So, uh, Persephone, this is our number one album of the week. Very exciting stuff. Uh, let's do a quick recap because we got it. We got a great list. I want to make sure everybody is in the know. Number seven, Mike. Number seven, we've got the new record from Corn called Requiem. Number six. Number six, we've got I Went to Hell and Back by As It Is. Number five. Number five, we've got The Hindsight Notes by Cold Night for Alligators. Yes. Number four. We've got The World I Remember by Lights in Motion. Three. We've got the EP, Disposable Life by Knucklepook. Yes, Knucklepuck for people confused. Number two. (laughs) (laughs) For the uninitiated. (laughs) Number two, we've got Erebos by Venom Prison. And number one, of course. Metanoia by Persephone. There it is. That's our list, okay? That's our list. That's our list. It's exciting. And, uh, yeah, great. Something for everybody on that one. That's for sure. There really is. Ready to get into some honorable mentions? I sure am, man. We got, uh, how many? Uh, 18. We already talked about Lowe's and Sleep Token, so 17. Okay. Um, a couple of these are some albums that are kind of notable that I just don't know enough about to kind of talk about, or think they're going to be good, but not super notable. Um, so if any of this sounds of interest to you, make sure you go check it out. Uh, there's a new Bastille record coming out this week. Oh, okay. Interesting. Sure into that? A lot of people like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Ro- Rolo Tomasi record coming out. 
super talented. Um, never been my jive. I don't know why. Um, but it's just one of those things, right? Like you have bands that are super popular and like stylistically, I should like this. Um, it just never clicked for me. Uh, That's next okay. up, there's a cool little death metal band called Vorga. They're putting out a space death metal album. It's pretty cool conceptually. Um, Vorga. Yeah, okay. I want to listen to the rest of the music before I kind of uh, have a take outside of the singles that I listen to. But it seems pretty decent. So if you're into space and death metal, check well, it out. Vorga, not to be confused with Canadian metal band Varga from the 90s. Yeah. And Freeze Don't Move was a big uh, song, I believe nominated for Juno. Ooh. Not to be confused with them. But uh, Vorga, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, uh, there's a new Smart Death album. If you're into the uh, emo rapper gone pop punk craze not, sweeping the nation. Not particularly. Uh, yeah. There was, there's been a bit of a kerfuffle there. Uh, oh yeah. And his biggest song being my heroine. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm aware of him. I'm aware. Oh yeah. I'm aware. I thought it might be a little fun to talk about. It. I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. I'm aware. Uh, next up, we've got two EPs that are pretty interesting. Uh, there is a new Abysmal Dawn EP. Uh, longtime fans of Deathcore will recognize the name of Abysmal Dawn. Yes, they are back. Uh, this is pretty exciting. I'm really interested to hear what they sound like with this EP. I've heard the one song, but not really enough to form an opinion on it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of great band, though. Uh, and the other one is we're getting the second half of the Circus Survive album EP thing that they're doing. Um, so make sure you check that out if you're a Circus Survive fan. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised this isn't in the top uh, rankings. Another band that's just never hit for me. Sorry. Well, you're weird. I am weird. Yeah. But we know that. Weird guy. Uh, next up is just some singles. Do we want to start with uh, some pretty light stuff or some heavy stuff, Shane? I'd like to start with, let's go heavy. Let's go heavy. Uh, Grand Rapids Metalcore Natives Hollow Front are putting out a new single. Make sure you check that out. Those guys are awesome. They're just getting off of their uh, 10-year tour with We Came As Romans, Devil Wars Prada, all that stuff. They opened that. Uh, they're super solid band, super fun. Yeah. I uh, absolutely love them. People talking about it in the chat. So let's go. Hollow Front. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kill the Lights is putting out a new song. Uh, make sure you check that out if you are into kind of a little bit more classic sounding metalcore. Yep. Arch Enemy is putting out a new track. Ooh. Uh, another female-fronted metal band, kind of the OG. original, the classic. Yeah. Uh, always a super, super talented and fun time whenever they put out new music. Absolutely. New music from Windrunner, which is a really cool metalcore band. We love them here. We do. do. We do. I don't think they put out a record yet, so I don't know if you've listened. I, I know Windrunner. Cool. Yep. Uh, next up, Monuments with... Andy Sizzik, of course, the man. He would, yes. he would be remiss to have a week without Andy Sizzik doing something. The hardest working man in show business right there. The coolest thing about this, uh, featuring Mick Gordon, Doom soundtrack man. Wow. This will be interesting and fun. Uh, for those very, very not super familiar with Mick Gordon, he does a lot of video game and movie soundtracks. Uh, he also produced partially and helped come up with some of the ambient effects on Bring Me the Horizons post-human survival horror, whatever the hell that name of that EP is. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting for a Monuments record with Andy, right? We haven't got it's a announced full... April. April, okay, yeah, I know. We're yeah. still waiting. I didn't know when it was coming. I, I, I know yep. it had to be, 
But mm-hmm. uh, okay, this is a nice little kickoff for yeah. the record coming. I want to say it's April 8th, April 8th. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, pretty soon. Um, next up, Creator. Probably mm. the best thrash metal band to ever exist. Putting out One of the most influential, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite thrash metal band. Um, I think that they deserve to be in the big four much more than any of the other big four bands as big as they are. Um, Creators just kind of classic. They've never missed. They're an incredible thrash band. They're putting out a new single and hopefully announcing a new album uh, on Friday. That's interesting. You know, I've, I've never really heard anyone say that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, when they, especially (laughs) the timeframe in, you know, the late mid to late eighties, you know, maybe they just missed, like they were just a little bit late mm-hmm. to where they started to pick they, up some notoriety, were, why they weren't like included. Yeah, yeah. well, Exodus was a band before because Kirk Hammett was in that band. But yeah, uh, yeah no, C- Creator is a really interesting one. And um, I just love their super like evil, uh, like satanic shit. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Endless Pain and Pleasure to Kill came out in 85 and 86. Okay. And those okay. kind of put them on the map. Yeah. And then they really kind of missed. And I know I said that they just missed or they never really missed. <laughs> All through the 90s, though, they kind of missed. Like, I like the music and stuff like that, but from what people were looking for at the time, it wasn't really it. And then in 97, Outcast came out. 99 had Enderama. 2001 had Violent Revolution and 2005 had Enemy of God. And I think that is kind of the best four-peat that's ever existed within thrash metal, even better than the first four Metallica records. Um, Wow. It's just, it's exactly what you wanted from modern thrash. And I think uh, Enemy of God is probably one of the best produced thrash metal records of all time. Uh, Make sure you go check that out if you want to listen to something purely fast, chaotic, and evil. It is yep. insanely good. No, absolutely. And yeah, and, and like, you know, I said that about about um, the time of the releases, but like the first Anthrax record was 84. Mm-hmm. Second one was 85. So it's right around the same time. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, we can't go back to that time and, and time frame and really Slap know what everybody things were. Give them a creator CD. <laughs> <laughs> CD, it wasn't a CD. It was a well, fucking tape probably. Yeah. yeah, maybe an A-track. LP. Uh, definitely an LP, but uh, not a CD. Not yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, classic band. Um, Absolutely. Back on topic. Um, let's go here. Girlfriends, two new singles. This is a super cool band. Uh, kind of on that same emo rap pop punk uh, thing. Uh, I like this one though. This one's got some pretty talented strong writing or yeah, strong writing, songwriting. Um, if you remember T Mills from back in the day, kind of a rapper, yeah. um, he went and did some like production work and things like that. And he's back making music again and he's decided to do pop punk. Uh, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, next up, also doing. Emo rap gone pop punk. We have Machine Gun Kelly featuring Willow with their new song Emo Girl. Oh. I don't know how I feel. I, I know exactly how I feel about this, and I already hate it, and I haven't even heard it yet because of the song name alone. The song the song name is is pretty cringy. Uh it's we'll have to bad. hear it. Cause I'm I'm not gonna write off I'm not I'm not there yet. A lot of people are there. A lot of people are I'm really are already close. over MGK. I'm not, I'll, I'm going to like, 
I'm going to listen to his shit. I mean, I thought, I still think his record is good. So I know, I know it's not cool. It got too popular and <laughs> he said too many things and the Megan Fox stuff and all that. And everybody's kind of like, I don't know about this guy. And I'm like, well, the record was still good. Like, yeah, you I like, mean, you like the like record when it came out. What well, you don't, I mean, that's just my opinion, but yeah. I'll, I'll listen to it. I don't like the, I don't like the title and I don't like a lot of the post singles that he's put out after the record. Really? Um, that one with Kellen Quinn hurts my ears. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, but it's okay. Those are post release singles. Like obviously that's part of what they are. So we'll when we start to get the new stuff, but it's also, we're in this weird world of music now where is this like this, a single that's going to be on the next album? It is. Like, is this a he, new, okay. He's got two albums dropping this year. The first one is called. Oh, really? He's announced Horns it. with more or something like that. Okay. I didn't I don't know remember. this. It was a bad album title too. Born with horns. And like mm. he and Travis Barker got it tattooed over all of their other ink in like big, bold black. And it looks, it's not for me. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Born with horns. We'll see. All right. Well, anyway, let's move on. Uh, moving on. Uh, obviously everybody's been talking about it. There's a new destroy rebuild until God shows drugs, single. drugs, drugs, Trigoans. Uh, if you haven't heard it yet, make sure you go check that out. Do you think that they I haven't heard it? <laughs> do you think that they um, called their band drugs? And then when they were like at a radio interview or something, and someone's like, so what does it stand for? And someone's like, uh, destroy, uh, rebuild, uh, uh, uh until, uh, G G God, uh, shows. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, I'm obviously, I'm it's friends like with- the most I'm friends phoned with, in acronym ever. Right. Like I'm friends with, with all those guys and like Craig's my fucking dude. But every time oh, I was Craig. like, wait, 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 wait. Like I just call your band drugs then. Why does it have to mm -hmm. stand for that? I don't know. It's, it's fine. I think uh, the band has been criminally underrated from the whole time. Oh, this yeah. shit, this shit had, I think what happened- Anything Craig has touched has been criminally underrated he's since good. he's done it. The guy's fucking good, and 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 he's a good dude. I don't know. This guy gets a lot of shit. I don't really understand why. I don't either. Here's the thing: this band came out, obviously supergroup. There's a lot of hype out of Michigan. Out of Michigan, yeah. Well, out of a lot of places, really. Because well, I mean, Craig. Craig. Uh, so you know, they put put out this record, and like all of a sudden, everyone's hating on it, and everyone's like talking about it, and even Craig, like years later. Is like oh drugs like like uh like laughs it mm -hmm. off like this was a terrible like and I went back and listened to the record I was like it's so good dude it's good it's like it's maybe better than some of the Chiodos records um, yeah. maybe better than all the Chiodos records if I I'm being be honest and, and maybe in in terms of my taste I would say so so <laughs> I'm excited this is back and yeah. uh, I'm here for it so check it out yeah obviously second single off the uh, upcoming album that has not been named. Um, I forget the name of the other song. It's off Spotify because I looked earlier today. It's like King something. I don't remember. Twitch chat probably knows. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Um, but uh... We got two more to go. Okay. Uh, the return of the music gods. Everybody loves them. They are unavoidable. We're getting a new single from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> All right. I'm stoked for this. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't. 
I do not. Coldplay round two. Oh, dude. I yeah. Don't get me started, man. I I had a Red Hot Chili Pepper CD when I was a kid. It was Blood Sugar mm-hmm. Sex Magic. I got it when it oh, came out. So Under the Bridge was the big radio song. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know I still think that's a great song. That's fine, but I remember listening to that record. It's it's like it's like seventeen tracks or something, and oh, yeah. just even as like I was like ten, maybe eleven years old, listening to this record, being like, "What the fuck is this music?" Yeah. And I, I it, never liked a Red Hot changed. Chili Peppers record. I've never liked a full Red Hot Chili Peppers record. I have loved a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You take that greatest hits. Oh, phenomenal band. But here, here's the thing: are the song, are the Red Hot Chili Peppers songs good, or have you just had them just hammered into your skull everywhere you go? That's you also know, possible. Californication and scar tissue and all these songs, like, like. I mean, even I feel like I'm brainwashed into believing these are good songs. I don't even know if they're good or bad songs anymore. All I know. Mm-hmm. We need to find somebody who's never heard Red Hot Chili Peppers and see if they enjoy them. Dude, the let let, let me let me say this: musically, the band is good. Mm -hmm. The guitar player, uh, the bass player, obviously, and the drummer—they're all awesome. Okay, the singer—he can't sing. He just can't sing. No, he can't. Have you ever seen them live? Yeah, it's un. Oh my god, it's atrocious. I didn't mind it. I was also. I mean, maybe he has good days and bad days. And I'm not saying like singing is not easy. Okay, Mm -hmm. singing is hard, and I'm not gonna like. But whatever. The fact that they got this big with a with a guy that can't sing is incredible. So good for them. Um, I like some of their. I like some of their songs. I think because I've heard them so much, I'm not gonna say I like the band. I like the band. We'll figure it out. I like. I read. I'll tell you. I read uh, Anthony Kiedis' uh, Scar Tissue, the book. Mm-hmm. The book is fucking crazy. Highly recommend the book. Oh, uh, that band, like them or not, they have seen some shit. Oh, yeah. Like, wild. Oh, yeah. Plus, they uh, make a cameo in my favorite movie ever, Point Break. So, I I, I, I don't... here. I, I don't want people to get me wrong. I, I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I just don't <laughs> like their music. Is that I like okay? the idea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> yeah. but when you get down to the actual meat of it... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but they got a new song. I mean, I don't know how often they put out a song like every day. Exactly. It seems like it. No, <laughs> they haven't put out music in forever. Yeah. Let me see. It's been, I'll, I'll, I'm looking it up. God fucking 22 million was their last record. Holy shit, man. This band is so big. It's just mm-hmm. below 22 million monthly listeners. And they have like every song in their top 10 has more than a quarter, a quarter million Fucking crazy. More than 500 million. Oh, on their top 10? Yeah, top 10. Every, every single one. Wow. That's crazy. Fuck wild. It is. One more single. Okay. Double Wars Prada. New song. Watchtower. Listen. Yeah. Good. We love Double Wars Prada here. Yeah. Go really, team. really excited for the stuff coming out with, with them. And I've, I've, oh, yeah. you know, they're good friends of mine. So I've heard some of the rumblings of some of the stuff they're trying. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's going to be a really exciting time. I think the the last record was great, and now mm-hmm. the Zombie Two EP. Now I feel like they just they have so much confidence. They're ready to explode. Yeah, this band's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, they know exactly what they're what they got to do, and it's going to be uh, Which, 
It's going to be I, awesome. I love Transit Blues. Like, I think that this band's been kind yeah. of revolutionary since that album. Uh, I know a lot of people don't feel that way. I think the times have just needed to catch up with Devil Wars Prada more than anything else. Um, but I'm really excited for this single. I love this band to death. Um, I have two Devil Wars Prada flags behind me, and they're just great. Yes. And uh, I think you might have forgotten one thing. Did I? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Did I have anything else on my list? Is there a new Silverstein single? There is not. However, there There's is a new Hailstorm single. Oh, cool. Cool. I'm I I'm down for that. There's a new Tokyo uh, Hotel single. Oh, okay. No. Um, there's a new is it a full EP? Josh Lowe's gonna have to let me know. There's a new one out from Riverside Drive, straight out of Windsor, Ontario. I don't check the Twitch comments while we're working. Sorry. That's fine. I, I'm aware of this. I didn't know it was coming. I'm sorry. I'll put it on the list. Riverside Drive, okay. Is it an EP or is it a song? I don't know. He hasn't told me yet, but it's coming. I don't know if, if he's they're dropping the whole EP or just the song, but it's coming. Music is coming. I've heard some of it. It's good. Okay. If you like punk rock, pop punk. I don't. Uh, hate it all. <sighs> pop, poppy, poppy punk rock. That's what we'll call it. Straight out of Windsor, Ontario. This is the rookie card. Riverside Drive. Go check it out. It's out now. Right. Okay. That's I'm all. putting it on the singles until he tells me otherwise. It's on there. It's on the list. You heard me typing. That's it. Mike, anything else? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. It's a great week. Yeah. It's a great week. Top seven. Check them all out. We will be here next week. Maybe. I think, I think we're good. I'm going to be flying I, in. I'm flying in back here. Will I arrive at 6 p.m. to do the show? That's that's the million-dollar question. I don't know if I'll be here at 6 p.m. If I am, I could maybe. do it. Or maybe we could, we could do something really weird, and I could come to your house because I'll be in Michigan. Ugh. 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 Oh. No one enters that room except Mike and his cat. Yeah. <laughs> or we maybe, could just do and maybe your girl noise. At night. Ooh, late night edition. Ooh. Adults only. Weird energy potential. <laughs> well, regardless, we will be back, at least on the pod side, podcast side of things and maybe the Twitch side. Thank you to everybody tuning in on Twitch right now. Everybody listening on the podcast side, make sure you add us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Shane Told. Shout out to Rockabilia. Uh, shout out to Liquid Death. Even though they're not a sponsor, maybe they'll send us stuff if we talk about them enough. Liquid Death, sponsor us. Sponsor us. We like water and sparkling water and flavored sparkling water. See, I've got a bubble, a can of bubbly. No, I don't want it. I want Liquid Death. Send me. I want to try it. I have your record. We do like the record too. We do like. We should have put it in the top ten just to maybe get free water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Doodles. <laughs>